Hello everyone, welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Avid Khan, and I talk about how you can start, run, and sell a bootstrap business. This episode is called, What Founders Can Learn from the Facebook Outage. The guest sponsor this week is Dawn. Um, Dawn is a company that wants to empower companies to make mental health the cornerstone of their day-to-day work, and I really appreciate that. That's why they're on here. To do this, we're, they're making a delightful project management tool, offering a mindful approach to improve the way people work together. Because sick days, mental overload, and burnout cost companies an average of 27 days of work per employee per year. That's 10K in tech. And this is humanly not sustainable long-term, but it also has a huge financial impact on most businesses, let alone the mental health impact on the affected people. And with Dawn, you can keep track of your mood, drag and drop tasks from your backlog right onto your personal planner and much more. They safeguard your days and weeks by using the mood inputs you add over time and provide you with suggestions on the spot and they want to create a whole new generation of mindful individuals and companies. So go take a look at goodasdawn.com. That's G-O-O-D-A-S-D-A-W-N.com. And thank you again to Balsamic for generously supporting my listeners this way. If you'd like to receive a promo code for Balsamic, visit balsamic.com slash go slash bootstrapped dash founder. Now let's get started. If Facebook can survive a six-hour maintenance, so can you. Let's talk about unexpected downtime today, which is like often a direct consequence of dependency risk. And even Facebook experiences platform dependency risk. In fact, their attempt to avoid platform dependency risk introduced a new dependency, which caused this fail cascade to happen. Just let me explain this. Because Facebook truly wants to own their domains. They are their own registrar. They acquired RegistraSec, company that was a domain registrar in 2016, to de-risk their incredibly valuable domain names. Right? You don't want Facebook.com and WhatsApp.com and Instagram.com to just be managed by somebody else. Because if you own the company that could sell your domain, you can make sure you'll never lose it. Right? Yes, but if that company makes a mistake, you're still on the hook. And um, DNS, the domain name system, the system that translates URLs into IP addresses that our computers can navigate, is complicated. And it's often the source of many internet connectivity problems. And this time around, it was DNS again. And since the details of the outage are well known, we now understand that Facebook effectively took itself off the internet. And I'm not going to go into the technical details, but just this is a very important thing. Like being off the internet for six hours is a pretty big deal for any service. For Facebook, it means losing millions of dollars in ad revenue. With a Q2 2021 ad budget of $28.6 billion, that's the money that came in, that's an estimated loss of $79 million for a six-hour downtime. And that must sting, right? The interesting part for me as a software entrepreneur is knowing that Facebook could not prevent such a major outage, even with becoming their own domain registrar. Judging by the reports on Twitter, Facebook has some of the hardest whiteboard coding interviews, recruiting only the finest lead code experts in the world. All jokes aside, 
they have incredibly talented engineers and architects, and they're working at this company, and even their combined efforts could not prevent such a disaster. And it makes me feel pretty good about the outages that happened in my little two-person SaaS business in the past. In fact, it makes me feel good about even the outages that happen to all those little services that I use regularly. Because knowing that even the best in the game can mess up so royally allows me to reframe my own major emergencies into minor ones. And don't get me wrong, an outage is still an unwanted situation. Neither you nor your customers want this ever to happen. But it's not the end of the world. You probably didn't lose $79 million in revenue from your outage. So let's look into the opportunities that come with an outage. And I know this sounds odd, but believe me, you can judo a situation like this into a positive outcome. First off, an unplanned outage is the most radical form of value nurturing. If your customers ever wondered how much value they actually receive from your service, they will quickly understand that when your service isn't there. Of course, this should never be a planned event and you still should avoid outages at all costs. But if one happens, you can use it as an incredible learning opportunity. Use the customer service conversations that will undoubtedly pop up to understand where your customers felt the absence of your product the most and use that to make your product and your business more resilient. An outage allows you to make your product more durable. Whatever dependency caused the outage can likely be replaced or better yet abstracted away so that in the future you can switch over to a different service if you need to. If your email provider broke down, look into alternative email services and build an encapsulated system around your email delivery that allows you to quickly switch. If your image hosting service is unstable, look into migration paths into other more reliable services. And note that you don't have to make this move immediately during or after the outage. Sometimes you won't have to do anything about it at all as the outage was just a fluke and the service is usually stable. But be prepared to build proper abstractions into your product and your business for any service that you use. From your database provider to even your invoicing software, they all might experience a fatal downtime at some point. So be ready. Finally, don't beat yourself up when you have unexpected maintenance due to your dependency of your smart functioning. It happens to everyone eventually, even to Facebook, whose dependency was another Facebook company. Everything breaks. The internet is held together with bubblegum and shoestring, really. It's not a series of pipes or tubes, but a complex, circular, and highly interdependent system of complicated systems interacting with each other at incredible speeds. And most noteworthy outages over the last couple of years stem from a small configuration change that was propagated to a huge number of computers before any human could stop it. It just takes a while to deal with this, to reverse such a cascade. And during that time, services are unavailable. And the services that depend on them are also unavailable. The only thing you can do in such a situation is to communicate that you're aware of the issue and you're taking steps to prevent it from happening again in the future. I recommend owning up to the outage, even if you're not responsible for it. We did that at Feedback Panda for a lot of outages. We had um, um, authentication system that we, that we used for people to be able to log in with Google and log in with Facebook, and they had an outage, so log in with Facebook didn't work. 
Obviously, that frustrated people because they couldn't get into their account. And we said, yep, it's our fault. Like, obviously, it wasn't. But we still said, yep, our fault. We're fixing it. An hour later, it was back and people were fine. Nobody quit. But instead of saying, yeah, it's Facebook's fault, we said, yep, our authentication system is not working. And our customers, who were not too technical, that's what they cared about. Somebody owning up and saying, we're repairing this. Like if you have technical customers, you could probably talk to them and say, yes, this is because of a, like an upstream dependency somewhere and blah, blah, blah. But do you want to? Or do you actually want to show your customers that you're owning up to it? So it's just in the middle of an emergency. Blaming someone, even if it's right, won't help you forge a strong relationship with your customers. Taking responsibility, on the other hand, will. The downtime might be a negative event, but the respect your customers will have for you, if you face it head on and own up to it, will be extremely positive. So it takes quite some willpower to see something as catastrophic as a multi-hour outage as an opportunity. And I understand that, but hey, if Facebook can prevent this from happening to them, it'll be okay when it happens to you too, as long as you learn from it. So just consider, it could always be worse. You could be sitting somewhere, not building a business at all and not forging a path toward your financial independence. That life would have fewer outages, sure, but it would also be a boring life and you wouldn't create as much wealth or just opportunity for yourself as you are right now. So keep building. And if it breaks and people complain, that's great. Because the only service that nobody will complain about is a service that nobody uses. And that's it for today. Thank you for listening to the Boots of Fala podcast. You can find me on Twitter at avidkahl, A-R-V-I-D-K-A-H-L. And you can check out the blog at thebootsofana.com. So you can find my book Zero to Sold at zerotosold.com and The Embedded Entrepreneur at embeddedentrepreneur.com. If you have any questions about this episode, reach out on Twitter or send an email to arvid at thebootsofana.com. If you want to support me and the Boots of Fana podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.